This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Successful to Significant, the podcast that brings you insightful conversations with thought leaders who have discovered the secret of going beyond success to create significance in their life. Join your host, Dr. Lee McBride Nesbitt, as she and her guests help you build your own legacy and prosperity through mission-driven experiences and entrepreneurship. Now here is your host, Dr. Lee McBride Nesbitt. take a moment and I'm going to try to bring Cynthia out. Okay. okay. Cynthia, Cynthia found is the founder of Cynthia Holistic Coaching and Consulting. She is a clinical adjunct professor at USC Aiken School of Nursing. She is a major in the U.S. Army Reserves uh, as an observer, a coach, a trainer. That is called OCT. And she's also a sexual assault prevention officer. She is a mother, a wife, a friend to many, and an advocate for those who are suffering from a misalignment of their mind, their body, and their spirit. Cynthia, I want to thank you for being one of my first podcasts to help me kick off the podcast from success to significant. This series here, we're focusing on on individuals who are serving in the military. We want to help these individuals have a clear understanding uh, of who they can be, uh, how what it takes to get there. And since your focus is aligning that mind, body, and spirit, I thought that you'd be someone that could really tap into these individuals' spirit and 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 help them out. So. Could you start out today telling us a little bit about yourself, Cynthia? Oh, okay. Um, oh, where do I start? Um, Whatever you like. <laughs> I, am, I am a, you know, I am a nurse. Um, that is my, that that's my heart. That is my calling, a nurse. And a nurse is someone who simply just helps people. Um, help them heal, and so mm-hmm. that that is who I am. I'm just a nurse at core. Is what I do. I serve people. Um, I've been a nurse for 20 years now, and the main um, nursing that I've done has been critical care. But I've also had some um, background in home health and and uh, case management. Um, also have done some patient safety and some other little things um, along the way. Uh, but my joy is just um, helping people. And so um, I've been a nurse also in the military. I've always been in reserves. I've never been active duty, though I've been mobilized once. I've been a nurse in the military uh, the whole 30 years that, I, that I've been. So um, that wow. is my story. <laughs> so I hear you say that you yeah. have been reserved for 30 full years? 30 years. Wow. 30 so what was it like when you were reserve. when you were mobilized, Cynthia? What was that like? Oh, that was like the best time. Oh wow. Um uh 
I was a case manager for a, a warrior transition battalion. And so soldiers coming um, over from the war, which at that time, I think it was the war on uh, terrorism. Um, they were coming back from the war on terrorism. And it was my job to actually get them any kind of help, the help that they need and help them transition from being over there to their home life back here in the United States. And so they would come and of course they would have all kinds of um, physical and mental um, problems, great relationship problems, home problems. And so as a, a nurse case manager, it was my job to um, identify those issues and connect them to the people that could help them. Yes. Wow. And so I was like their advocate. <laughs> I was like okay. their advocate. And it was, it was the, the most fulfilling job, one of the most fulfilling jobs that I've had besides patient safety when I was patient safety manager. I, I love doing that as well. So Cynthia, it kind of sounds like you was helping individuals to align their lives, you know, as a case manager as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. You know, um, when I look back, I think, I think about all the different jobs that I've done as a nurse. And um, at the time, did not know that it would all lead to who I am right now, you know, at this moment which is a holistic nurse coach. And so um, it all lined up <laughs> for me. Cynthia, now, can you tell me? Go ahead. I wouldn't take nothing for my journey. <laughs> nothing for the journey. <laughs> Cynthia, I want to talk to you more about, you know, uh, being a holistic coach. But first, I was wondering if you could do me a favor and help individuals understand the difference uh, from your perspective of what a coach is, the difference between a coach and a therapist, uh, someone who is consulting, and someone who, who serves as a mentor. Okay. So um, coaching um, is more like a behavior expert so um, they kind of, you know, when you're someone's coach, you help them cope or co-creating with them about um, where they want to go from where they are right now to where they want to go, whatever, you know, dreams and aspirations that they have, any kind of goals that they want to achieve. You're there to co-create a plan for them and help them get to where they want to be. Um, as a mentor, um, I see myself as a person that has experience in a particular area that the person um, is trying to get to. So I'm going with my experience and I'm saying here, this is the path I took. You go this path. This is the way you go. <laughs> if you want to get to where I am, you go there. So it's almost like I'm directing them. With coaching, you're not really directing them. They're actually directing themselves. Wow. So uh, you're just there to hold that space for them. When, they, when someone tells me that they have uh, a desire or goal or something, I immediately, as a coach, believe that they can be there, even if they don't believe they can do it. I immediately believe that, and I hold that space for them. And I'm, I'm, I'm their accountability person to help them get there. 
not as, you know, as a mentor, um, I'm, I'm pushing them um, and, and telling them how I got there and this is what you need to do. Um, as a consultant, if I'm consulting with someone, I'm an expert in, in, in that area. So I'm like, um, say for critical care, um, I'm an expert critical care nurse. And so um, if anyone asks, you know, someone, how did you so solve this problem as a critical care nurse? I can tell them, here is a plan. I can write out the plan, <laughs> follow this plan right here, because I'm the expert. Do what I tell you to do. You're going to be okay. <laughs> That's yeah. consulting. That's consulting. Mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily help them get there. I give you a plan. However you decide to do that plan, that's up to you. So to me, that's consulting. And um, therapy, um, from what I've learned um, in my coaching years, um, uh, when I went to the coaching institute that I went to, um, they described therapy as, um, I guess, past focus. Okay. Coaching is a forward focus. Okay. Um, therapy is past focus. So you're focusing on issues that may keep you stuck where you are right mm. now. So going back in the past to find out what that issue is, resolving that issue so that you can move forward. Great. Great. My definition. <laughs> I like your perspective on each of those. Um, could you talk to me about the education that it took for you to become the coach that you are today? Oh, wow. I think um, just my whole, I think just my whole life experience um, got me to where I am right now. But to actually, I didn't feel comfortable calling myself a coach. Uh -huh. I was trained as um, a coach, um, but I probably was one the whole time, just didn't know what to call it. But um, I've, I've done um, one, two, three coaching programs. So I did a life coaching program that was six months. Wow. I did a um, health coaching program, also six months. And then went a little bit further because I wanted to do deeper work um, with my clients. And so I learned um, how to be a master transformational coach. And that was a year program. Wow. Wow. And That's two years of education. I'm, yes. <laughs> and, and what are you doing now? I'm, currently, I'm in a mentorship um, so I can be certified as a nurse coach. Because um, I didn't know that there was such a program as nurse coach. And so I'm like, well, I'm a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> what is this program about? And um, I'm learning that, yeah, they are very, very similar. But it is different when you put that nurse aspect to it as well. I like that. Sounds like you spent lots of time, you know, learning the, the core, the core of what coaching is. That That's wonderful. Um, I'm just going to ask, I'm going to put this out there. How do you feel when you see those programs that's advertised for, you know, $97, $397, $897? Um, and I'm only asking because 
here you are, you have, I believe a master's degree and, and you are, you are, you know, you're, you're nursing, then you took these two additional years to, and you're currently in a program to craft that coaching to, to really learn how to heighten people awareness and pull them from a stuck position. I, I, I was just wondering how you would compare your education to what it is, you know, people go, you know, people see. I, I want people to really understand the difference in what you do and what it is that, you know, you may see where someone paid $497 for. Okay. Um, I see those programs. I haven't really looked into them to see what they were all about. Um, and I can't even imagine what is being taught. I, the only thing that I could think of is maybe there is um, some aspects missing or different from what I've, I've learned. So um, if I can give an example, let me think. Like, okay, um, in our program, we actually work on three, you know, we, we actually learn to do change work on three different levels, which is um, behavior, belief, and identity. And so that, you know, that will take a while and it takes a while to actually learn how to do those things. And so um, I just think maybe those programs there, there might be shorter in, in, and missing some aspect there in, in what they're teaching. Um, because I, I, I just don't know. I, I, I can't imagine. Um, what they would be like um, for that price. And I haven't really looked into what is being taught there. But I do know um, that we did some really deep work in the programs that, I, that I've been in. And like I say, um, there are frameworks and there's evidence-based practice um, and there's... Um, you have to have so many hours of coaching in order to complete the program. And um, there's a lot of accountability and, and, and homework and, and that kind of stuff. So um, maybe those programs don't have all of those components to it. Maybe they, they're just, you know, the basic foundation of it. I'm not sure. <laughs> I like that answer, Cynthia. Cynthia said, I, I, I haven't taken those programs. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. So Cynthia, can you tell me how you use your coaching to help individuals align their mind, body, and spirit? Um, well, the first thing um, I do um, when someone wants to work with me is, um, of course, find out if we're good fit and if I can actually help them. And so there's a series of questions that let me know if um, if they're ready um, mm -hmm. or what I, you know, how I can help them. Um, and if it's a good fit, you know, because everyone, you know, all coaches, we have our different styles and um, we have, you know, we have a certain type of person that we get excited about helping. And so um, it doesn't do that person any disservice to work with someone who is not excited to help you. 
or you not so excited to work with them. And so um, if that ever happens, um, I do have people that I refer them to, um, or if they're not ready, um, I might give them some um, resources and stuff to get ready. Um, but if they're ready, then the next thing is uh, I do an assessment and I have several different kinds of assessments to find out where they are right now and um, their thinking and like I said, their readiness and, and um, whether they actually think that they can do what they want to do. And so just asking certain questions help target help me to target in on exactly where is what's going on with that person. And then after that, I know where to start. And I just have a series of exercises that we go through. Um, lots of questioning. Uh, most of the time I just, you know, as a coach, I'm just asking questions to prompt different things. Um, um, asking questions uh, to change perspectives and what, what that person sees within themselves and um, opening up opportunities because sometimes there's tunnel vision and um, you might believe one thing, but is it true? You know, <laughs> is that really true? What about this? So, you know, it kind of opens up um, their, their ability to see different approaches to different things. And so, um, that's the majority of um, how I help them is just open, opening up possibilities, opening up possibility, um, finding where, what you believe and helping you to actually and change your belief. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what I found is that first we, we find this behavior and key can key in on this behavior, get them to change that behavior. Once they start behaving differently, they start believing differently. Mm. Once they start believing differently, they totally identify with a different perspective. And a lot of times at the end of the of my nine day program, the person when we look back at what how they felt when we first began to where they are now, they're like, I really said that because I do I do take notes. <laughs> One program is in there's like don't take notes, but I do. I do take notes. Um not you know word for word, but just key things so that when we go back, they can they can look back and be like, I I believe that. I said that. But yes, you did. Yeah. So they have totally identified with something. Different, way different from what they first believed. And so that's how, you know, finding out what that person really, really wants, what feels good to them, um, finding out what belief is keeping you stuck where you are, and then kind of re-imprinting or re, you know, revamping that belief system. I like that, Cynthia. I do. Um, one of the reasons that I asked you here today is because I saw your story. I think it was on, on your page where you were talking to me about it earlier because uh, we have been talking a little. I would like it if you could share with uh, the audience uh, about 
working, working with pain, working oh. with the pain in your passion. Can you share that with us, Cynthia? I can, yeah. You know, um, I guess that would go back to childhood. I, I grew up um, poor and, um, you know, I didn't even know that I was poor. <laughs> but um, was um, I, I? My world was a very, very small world. Um, um, I, I, my um, biological father, I knew who he was, and I've seen him several times. But I've we've never spoken not not one word. Um, I mean, I've seen him walk in front of me. And um, as a little girl, and not even acknowledge who I was, um, and right now, how I overcome overcame that pain was that he obviously was dealing with something and hurt himself. Because hurt people, they hurt people, and so that's how I overcame that pain of not of knowing that I have this biological father, but he somehow. Um, I don't know if he disowned me or just couldn't accept me or what that was all about. Um, his issue, I, his issue though, yeah. This wasn't me, it was his issue. And um, my mother did get married to another man when I was a really little girl who took me in as his daughter. And um, even to the day he died, I, he claimed me as his only child. And so um, I was validated in that way. But even after my those those parents divorced, um, just living without him was really really hard. Um, and I always felt like I was raising myself. Mm. One thing that I remember that kept me going it was a sense of 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 I don't know how to describe it, but that there was someone looking after me. Sense <laughs> that even though I am by my, you know, I feel alone, like I'm raising myself, I'm having to fight for myself. Um, but there was a sense of, um, and I would say that's God. Yes, but right. Knew that there was God looking at out on me. So um, even growing up and getting married, my first marriage ending in divorce, um, uh, still I was able to overcome those things because the whole time I just believed that things happen for a reason. And, you know, during the time I didn't understand what was happening to me, um, I did fall into depression um, I even tried to commit suicide before. Um, but there still was this sense of I'm here for a reason. Mm. Mm. Um, I uh, was pregnant multiple times and had multiple miscarriages and even uh, had a baby that was born, um, still born. And um, through all of that, I just always realized that, okay, God is trying to teach me something and I'm going to use this. I don't know what I'm going to use it for, but everything is going to work out for my good. And so um, those 
So those are the things that I use today. Those hurts, um, the pain, um, despair, the suffering, the confusion of just not knowing, you know, what to do, why this is happening. It helps me understand my clients better. Hmm. Um, because I it, it seems as though there is nothing that that the clients that are attracted to me that they have they're going through that I haven't been. So I'm able to relate better to them. And I really feel that um, it may, you know, may not be a, a lot of people, but help one person, you don't know who that person is going to help and who that next person is going to help and who that next person is going to help. And so now you have a flood of people. <laughs> and it, it's because you help that one person. So um, that is where um, my pain to purpose comes in. Cynthia, that was that was deep. That it was. Cynthia, can you can you share with our listeners how they might be able to use their pain to help others? Yeah. Um, take on the take on the perspective that you know a lot. Some people might say, well, "Why me?" Mm. No, why me? I chose to take on a perspective. Why not? <laughs> you can handle it. Mm-hmm. And you can help other people do the same. It's you because this is what it's, it's going to take to get you where you need to go. Get you where you need to get to in order to help someone else. So, I like that. Matter of perspective. Matter of perspective. Talk to me about your perspective of this strong word, legacy. You know, what, what does legacy mean to you? Share your perspective. Legacy. Um, well, I think when I think about legacy, um, I just think about um, when I'm gone, what have I done? <laughs> How, what, what have I done? What will people remember about me? And um, though, you know, I don't try to leave a legacy, but I pray that the work that I've done will speak for me. And I know that's an old <laughs> song, but I pray that the work that I've done speak for me. And I pray that the work that I've done has alleviated the, the, the pain and the suffering in this world in some way. And that it has helped someone <laughs> um, find happiness and fulfillment. So mm. it, it, I, I'm hoping that is the legacy that I live. That, yeah, Cynthia, she is a heart warrior. <laughs> <laughs> happy and fulfilled and not experienced 
you know, or if you experience pain, be able to deal with that pain in a um, in a positive way and not let that pain drag. Wow, I heard you. I heard you say the word work, and I am always talking about mission-driven work, and lots of what I hear you saying is, is like you just said, uh, heart warrior work. Uh, would you consider your heart warrior work as the mission-driven work that our Father has put you here on earth for? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I like it. Because it feels, um, it, you know, <laughs> I'm going to make a confession here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, when I got the word that I was supposed to be a coach, I did not want to be a coach. I'm like, okay. but I'm a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I'm a nurse. That's me. You know, I didn't want to be a coach Um, because at the time I didn't understand exactly what all that meant. Um, But it feels so natural. It's like I was born to do this. This is I I can I can not (laughs) do this. (laughs) I, I can't I can not do this. So um, it's what I'm, I'm, I'm here to do. And it, it feels absolutely marvelous. It that feels does. marvelous. She said it yeah. feels absolutely marvelous. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It does. I mean, when I get off of a coaching call and um, I've, we've had a breakthrough, it's like I've had a breakthrough. Right. <laughs> it's just the best feeling. The best well, Cynthia, earlier you spoke about individuals that, you know, excite you to work with. What type of individual are you absolutely excited about working with? <laughs> Mostly uh, people like me. And I didn't even realize this about myself, um, but some, some of my um, mastermind sisters, they told me this about myself. And um, I didn't realize it, but um, they said, you are ambitious. <laughs> you are driven. <laughs> you are a leader and you are ready to make things happen. Right. And I'm like, that's me. And so when I and I noticed that when I encounter someone that way who is like, let's do this, you know, I don't know where I need to start or what, but I know this is what I want to do. Um, and people like me, you know, we tend to get bored in in um, the status quo. So we may get into a career or something or an activity or a group, and we've learned the ropes of that group, and we do it like second nature, and it's like, okay. What's now, next? <laughs> you know, and then you can feel, you know, feel kind of, you feel some kind of way about that because you feel like, okay, mm, um, I shouldn't feel this way. Everything is fine. You know, it's like when I was nursing, um, I was making a lot of money. <laughs> I was helping a lot of people. Um, 
everything was fine. I was doing what I loved to do. I loved doing what I was doing. But I got to a point where it wasn't fulfilling anymore. It was like, okay, what's got to be something more? What, what else? And so um, those are the kind of people that I like to work with when they have gotten to that point where it's like, um, something's missing. <laughs> I don't know what it is. There's something missing. I'm feeling stuck. I, I probably should be happy where I am. You know, I've got everything. You know, I got everything perfect. right. You know, in their eyes, you no, know, mm-hmm. everything is great, but something's missing. So I, you know, I love working with um, with people like that. So I heard you, Cynthia. Um, you know, talking about the the way your mastermind sisters see you as ambitious and driven. And it, it made me think about, you know, it made me think of how I've been working with individuals lately. Um, and I've had some individuals you know, come to me and, and they've been like, I would like to work with you, but I am not I'm not the client you get excited about. They <laughs> say, so, you know, I'm I'm not that client that you're calling. Uh, so, because I call for high achieving, smart, conscious women. So uh, when, when I'm saying, hey, you, that's what I'm saying. Hey, you, you high achieving, smart, conscious woman. And it sounds like that's you. So tell me from your perspective, what what is a high achiever, Cynthia? <laughs> um. I would say um, they, well, let me, okay, let me try to describe my, what I think. High achieving is you put your, you find something that interests you mm-hmm. and you go and learn all about it, if, whether it's something you want to learn or something you want to do. Um, something you're pursuing and 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 you it just gets your interest and you hone in on that thing and you learn it inside and out <laughs> inside out inside and out I mean you can even become an expert on that thing um, and I think you know and you just you just do that and and once you've learned that thing uh, you go into the next thing and the next thing so I think that's to me that's what high achieving is. You're just going from one thing to the other to another. Not just to be doing those things, right? Doing it because they interest you, and they they interest you because they're going to add meaning to your life, so that you so that your baseline of what you're doing, for instance, coaching for me, the baseline of what you're doing will be enhanced. So that you can help other people at a higher level, what you at. So that, you know, those are things that interest me. Um, those things that's going to improve me, so that I can help other people at a higher level. I like that. Yeah, I love your perspective. Can you give me your perspective on smart conscious, a smart conscious woman? Smart. Okay. Oh, smart. Um, smart. Yeah. I, you know, when you're smart, you know. Um, what's good for you and what? Mm. <laughs> so like, uh, I think about that song, "Know When to Hold Up and Know When to Fold Up," or something like that. But you, you know, you 
you know, okay, oh, mm-mm, this is not right for me. <laughs> uh, I don't, I've got myself into this. How am I going to get myself out of this? So, you know, you kind of identify um, your battles, you know how to pick mm-hmm. battles. <laughs> um, you know, your, you know, your place, you know, you know, your place and, 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 and when to stand up, and when, when to sit down, um, I'm a part of the sorority called Kaida Phi and um, their mascot is the turtle. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they always say the turtle knows when to stick his head out. And he knows <laughs> when to pull it back in. Pull it back in. <laughs> <laughs> that's being smart. And being con- conscientious, mm-hmm. that's being, being um, aware. Aware of your surroundings, aware of what's going on, aware of how your actions, your your tongue, <laughs> what you do and say, how they affect other people. Cynthia, I have one last question for you. Okay. <laughs> what words of inspiration would you share today um, that could probably inspires some of our some of our military individuals or our other listeners um i would say um do not be ashamed of your desires Mm. Um, i truly believe that god gives us desires and He gives us desires so we can pursue the things that he wants us to pursue so that we can do the work that we were put on this earth to do. Mm. So for a long time, and I'll give an example, um, like my sister said that I'm, I'm ambitious. I thought that my competitiveness and my ambition and all the things that I wanted to do, all the the courses I wanted. I'm always out doing this and pursuing this, that, and the other. I always thought that that, you know, I would I would be kind of ashamed of it because um, I would I would think that people would think that oh she thinks she's all this because mm-hmm. she has all this education, she has all these skills, she has all this and that, and so um, I would never tell anybody what I'm doing. I just go along quietly doing what I want to do. But when you look at it from a different perspective, those, all those things that I've done and pursued, it led me to where I am now, mm-hmm. which is doing what God has put me on earth to do. It has enhanced me in ways that um, I never dreamed of. And so I want to say, especially to females, do not be ashamed of the desires that you have in the heart. You know, you may push them down. Oh, that's too much. That's too big. That dream, oh, that'll never happen. Don't ever push that aside because you have that desire in your heart to, to, to push you towards what you feel on earth to do. So that's my <laughs> Cynthia, I love that word of inspiration. Can you do me one last favor, Cynthia? Could yes. you tell everybody how to find you? Oh, yeah. Um, I have a website. Um, it's called holisticcoachingandconsulting.com. Uh, 
Um, so if you go to holistic um, coaching and consulting.com, you'll find me. Um, and phone numbers there, emails there. Um, and you can even sign up uh, for a discovery call. It's free. Um, I'm also on Facebook as uh, Cynthia Ann Fountain. Um, that's my personal page. I have a business page that's Holistic Coaching and Consulting. Um, I'm on uh, Instagram as, I think I'm on Instagram as Cynthia A. Fountain. And on Twitter as uh, uh, Nurse Cynthia. I don't use Twitter that much. I'm also on LinkedIn as Cynthia Fountain. <laughs> so, want to get in touch with me, though, those are ways. So. <laughs> Cynthia, I want to thank you. It has been a joy having you. I have gathered a couple of knowledge nuggets myself from you, and I really, really appreciate you being here today. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you. It's been so much fun. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. With each episode, From Successful to Significant brings you insightful conversations with thought leaders who have discovered the secret of going beyond success to create significance in their life. You can listen to and download additional episodes at ewnpodcastnetwork.com, Spotify, Google Podcast, and wherever podcasts are available. Until next time. We encourage you to take action on what you've learned here to begin building your own legacy and prosperity through mission-driven experiences and entrepreneurship. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand, and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com.
Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.